Hi there, it's Shelby Alexander, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey Podcast, a place where we explore the spiritual nature of this human experience and how to live happy, free, and thrive together. Hey there, looking for some easy Zen pre-holidays and a way to be generous and a way to celebrate the winter solstice coming up on the 21st of December? I got you. (laughs) Join the winter solstice community event I'm hosting Tuesday, December 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna be celebrating the change in seasons by connecting to yourself and honoring the journey you've trekked this year via a guided journaling practice, followed by a super juicy yoga nidra session to get you feeling super nourished pre all the family holiday events you have in store. Cost is $33 and all proceeds are going to Coats for Kids in Detroit. I love this organization and giving a coat to a child just always makes me feel so, so good, especially this time of year in Detroit where it's pretty cold. So if you want to be generous, get some Zen and also celebrate the change in season, join me. Link is in the bio of my Instagram or also in the show notes below on Spotify where this podcast is playing. And we have about 50 spots. So please sign up and help me raise money for Coats for Kids. You know those products that genuinely make your life better? The ones that bring you so much joy you can't not tell your besties about them? Well, I am the best worst at sharing the treasures that add more joy to my life and are good for the world. So I wanna start introducing you guys to my product pick of the month. This month's pick is mud water. I have been using mud water for over a year now and I cannot stop talking about it to those I love. So welcome into my mud water pitch. <laughs> I love me a warm morning coffee concoction. The taste, the smell, all of it. Coffee smells so good to me. But as we enter winter and begin to slow down, I felt like my adrenals needed a break from caffeine. And decaf is often produced unsustainably with added chemicals I don't really want in my body. So enter mud water. My hero. Mud water is a magic potion full of adaptogens like lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, reishi, turmeric, chai, Himalayan salt, and cacao. Finally, a coffee replacement that isn't underwhelming AF and actually tastes amazing and makes me feel great due to all the adaptogens. I bought the starter kit that comes with a rechargeable frother wand, a must-have tool to make it a latte-like consistency. And dare I say, I crave mud water more than real coffee. (gasps) Gasp, I know. It's so good. Link in the bio for 10% off your starter kit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. We have guest Lindsay Stone. She is a singer, songwriter, and great friend of mine. She's an absolutely incredible artist who makes the most soulful music. Music that always brings me back to myself when I'm feeling disconnected. In this episode, we talk about so much, her path to making music full time, how she learned to consciously create, how she said yes to her dreams before she felt fully ready, and so much more. 
She is wisdom in a bottle, so poetic, so eloquent, and I can't wait for you to hear her story today. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Spiritual Journey podcast. I am your host, Shelby Alexander, and I am so excited to have the guest that we have on the show today. Her name is Lindsay. She is a singer-songwriter and a friend that I know from early days yoga teacher training, which is such a fun surprise and delight to bring to you. Her music is amazing and inspired by bold songwriters in the folk, rock, indie, and R&B genres. She's been touring across the country from California, which was her home for seven years, to her birthplace in Connecticut, where she is now currently recording her first full-length album. Lindsay Stone, welcome, my friend. Thank you so much for having me, Shelby. It's so great to have you here and so fun to be connecting at this time where so much is happening with you and your music and to think back to where it all first started Mm -hmm. in the yoga world. And my first question for you, which is the question I offer every guest on the show, just some, which is what are some of the titles or hats you wear in this very human experience we all share? Mm, newly aunt aunt mm. Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's such a joy to be that she's she's one her name is noah mm. um my brother's first baby daughter sister <laughs> um these are important to me right now since i've just relocated back to my home roots and um am no longer in a long distance relationship <laughs> with all of my family members so Huge shifts around that, of course. Um, For a long time, cook (laughs) Um, to help pay the bills, you know? Yeah, totally. And yeah, friend. Friend is a huge one, too. Beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. And yogi. Yogi. Yeah. Yoga teacher, although that's a little quieter right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. I love it. And today, just so people can hear from you, what is it that you're doing in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm writing music and recording it and performing it and really attempting to channel it as clearly as possible, um, writing from my personal experience and also attempting to transmit healing <laughs> through it. You know, my songs definitely come from personal healing experiences and I've found through slowly bringing them out into the world that they encourage others to welcome in that kind of um, attention and awareness as well to themselves. So I feel blessed to be doing that. It resonates so much. And it's part of the reason I was so excited to have you on this show because you you have so much wisdom that comes through your music. It's like palpable. Of course, mm-hmm. I was listening to it all morning because I knew that you were coming. You were the <laughs> guest on today's show. And I'm like, damn girl, like you are dropping some serious knowledge in oh. your lyrics. And my favorite, if I can have a favorite, one of my favorites, how about that? Of course. One of my favorite songs is Through the Wild. And <laughs> I know you're going to play a song for us at the end of the show. So stick around listeners, but I just have to share a couple of the lyrics from this song because I'm like, 
damn queen. Like she knows stuff. (laughs) So the lyric that I want to share is only when we stop looking, do we see only when we stop running, are we free? That wisdom is something that I feel like I am just now personally starting to embody. And I'm so curious where those lyrics came from for you, from your own life or channeling. Mm -hmm. Thank you for bringing those forward. Side note, Through the Wild is the one song from my EP, which I released in 2019. It's a five track little album it's the one song that i think i've never performed (laughs) really so it's really fascinating that you bring it forward it feels like one of the more vulnerable songs even though every song is vulnerable it's very private um that song i was working at a japanese uh, vegetable farm during this this time that i wrote that song and the young boy who was uh, the son in the family He's, he's a wonderful person. He's also an artist. Um, he brought this story forward of him remembering being born. Mm. Um, he was maybe nine at the time that he was telling me this. And he like remembered coming down onto the earth and like seeing the other beings that were around and feeling a lot of light. And um, I just stood there listening to him and felt Uh, so blessed to be in the presence of someone who felt courageous enough to kind of share that and also trusted me enough to share that deep experience. And that night, um, yeah, that night I just felt really connected to a sense of um, alignment because I was in the presence of people who were letting that kind of um, dialogue be in their family, you know, that was encouraged in his family. Mm. And I guess I started to think about my own spiritual journey more and what has really been essential. And that song specifically points to time alone in the woods when you feel like a child and you feel really full of like wonder and also maybe a little bit of uh, uncertainty and mystery. And then um, those lines you pointed out, just stillness is probably like the main way that I learn. (laughs) So. Mm not running and stop stopping that kind of like needing to look around and find answers and get more into a space of receptivity mm-hmm. um, and like witnessing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that song kind of goes into those realms, but that's a little bit of the backstory. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful and it resonates with me so much. I'm sure not ironically in the year that I've taken sacred pause and sabbatical mm-hmm. and really unwound this concept of working working and really stepping into consciously creating Mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that I've learned in my own journey about how to consciously create starts with receptivity everything that you just described and it's not ironic to me that someone who is writing lyrics as you are is using words like receptivity to receive get still and channel So what is the experience like for you in that moment, let's say, where you feel really connected and I'm making up that your hand starts moving and you're writing Mm -hmm. these lyrics? Like what, explain your creative process for us. Mm -hmm. Sure. The first thing that comes to mind is the instrument 
to be honest. I grew up playing um, classical violin. So I think from, you know, single digits, I felt really connected to these wooden boxes that make sound. <laughs> um, such a deep, you know, love for so many different kinds of instruments. But first it was violin. And then when I transitioned to guitar, you know, 13 years later, when I was around like 20, I felt the potency of simple, simple notes honestly so that sometimes is the the root of it like i'll sit down and there will be a chord that comes through or a little riff and it will contain some kind of mystery for me it has to kind of pull me in and be like "Ooh, mm. this is um you know kind of fascinating in some way i guess and yeah. then um, words usually come from there so it is this relationship between my instrument and my and my mind, I guess you could say, although that's that's a can of worms because it's also like a deep uh, exit from the mind when I let lyrics come in. Mm -hmm. It's it's also it's always been hard to explain. Um, but yeah, for me, it often starts with some notes, some chords, some riff on the guitar and then kind of a surrender. Um, Beautiful. And every song comes through in a different way. So I feel like I could talk a long time about that. But um, what you picture is kind of right. It's it's an allowing <laughs> um, mm -hmm. nice partnership of active thought and also like passive awareness mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, I hear a lot of like allowing yourself to follow your curiosity, your joy, mm -hmm which to me has been a huge cornerstone in this concept of purpose and finding what it is that feels purposeful in my life and coaching people towards purpose in their lives mm. without, without curiosity. It's, it's hard to even know what makes us feel joy, mm. let alone to follow it. Absolutely. And then that, that beauty of like kind of releasing expectations when you're curious, because you have no idea yeah um, what's behind that door um mm -hmm. that's an important part i think yeah and i see you as someone who's kind of always followed what they love i don't know if that <laughs> rings true for you but sure. the reason i say that is because i remember one of our yoga teacher trainings that we have a closing circle and most you know thoughtful, conscious communities. There's usually an open, opening circle ritual and a closing one. And I remember in one of our closing circles, you were, you know, it was your turn to talk or whatever as we're going around and you're like, well, I have a song. I really feel like I need to share this song. <laughs> and you were just exuberating joy. You grab your guitar and you share, you know, a beautiful song you were playing with at the time or something. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear to me that this is not for anything. This is not, this is for the experience of your own joy, your own passion, your own love with the instrument as you just shared. And also in relishing in your enjoyment of it, you're giving, you were giving us music, like such a great gift, right? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that experience because I, I always remembered it. I was like, wow, like for the love of the game, like we hear people say that, right? And you're like, <laughs> for the love of the music. <laughs> it's like, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, you really couldn't. No, that, that's exactly what I'm talking, what I'm trying to talk to you. You couldn't help yourself. You had to share the music. 
Mm -hmm. How often in life are we taught to like hold back those impulses, you know, and be fearful of those moments where you're actually starting to feel really excited about something? Because totally. oops, it could turn into embarrassment or oops, I could be wrong if like I go for this and maybe it doesn't go well. But I really the only way to get through those like fears or maybe like that conditioning of kind of hold back, don't shine your light so bright or just whatever it might be. The only way to get through it was to, to just like be terrified many times and do it. And mm -hmm. it's still scary, but much less, you know, what's scary about it for you where you're at now? Mm hmm. I'm glad you asked that because so much it's it's so much less scary because I've deepened my relationship with myself and um, developed a little bit of confidence just enough <laughs> to be like I sh I want to do this and I think it's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah yeah yeah. But what used to be scary is uh, where what's the fear of making mistakes and then being seen. Um, you know, when you're nervous, you don't sound so great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just had a bunch of shows where I just didn't sound so great. <laughs> and uh, perfectionism doesn't like that. Yeah. And but. just kept signing up for the next show and <laughs> doing the next show. And kind of what I hear is like getting those strikes on the board of nervous show, mm -hmm. nervous show, nervous show. Oh, okay. Well, now mm -hmm. I'm not nervous, as nervous anymore. And on to the next show. Is that Yes. And then, you know, introducing the word I used to like resent so much when I was a kid and being forced to, but um, practicing, I, mm. you know, everything is a practice. And so instead of thinking of practicing my music or my songs or my guitar or my vocal exercises, instead of thinking that as of that as like a regimented kind of like, I need to do this so I'm good. It was more like, I need to do this so I can feel connected to myself while I'm doing it in front of people. Yeah. And once I shifted that focus, like, this is really for me. And we'll see what else <laughs> it's for. But like, I started to feel so much love for myself. And that was the key because that wasn't always the case, you know, so mm -hmm. that's what kept grounding me into being committed. And still it's, does. It's beautiful wisdom. And it's something that I mean, I'm personally struggling with in my own way, practicing with right now, even this podcast you know, mm. intros and how you invite people on and how to do the thing and how to stay aligned and connected while speaking to you. Like this is all a practice and it is so easy. It's so much easier for me, at least to, to want to let the fear win sometimes like, I don't know. And so we just don't do it. We don't start the thing. We don't book the next guest. We don't you know, yeah. tune our instrument to the next song, like that feels very real. And I'm wondering, do you feel you've learned this wisdom just through navigating your own life or was there something early on? Have you always kind of had this tenacity to just mm -hmm. keep practicing and keep showing up and? Yeah, well, firstly you're doing, I just have to say your practice is awesome. I feel like the hold that the space that you're holding works really well for me and everything leading up to this has been really loving. So I just wanted to say that. Um, also, because, you know, at the end of those first shows, the people who came up to me and were like, we loved it. They're very important. You know, mm. we I hope people don't underestimate 
how far their support goes, even if it's one person every couple months, you know? Totally. Um, so I hope, I hope that, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. That and resonates then, big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, mm, my vocal coach I work with now, um, she emphasizes, you're never ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, thanks for saying that because I've felt that my whole life. Um, Same. Right? You're just never ready. And then I'm reading Amy Poehler's book called Yes, Please, because it's, so it's great and funny. Yeah. yeah. She has a quote. She's like, great people. I'm going to maybe mess it up a little bit, but great people do things before they are ready. Um, I think that's important to just like hang out with that phrase a little bit, you, you know, introduce it. In one of my songs, I don't know how dorky it is to quote my own song, but I don't really care. Go for I, it, Queen. Yeah, we're here song, for it. <laughs> yeah. If yes, there's a time, please. anytime, it's now. Yeah, totally. Um, in surrounded, which is one of my songs I released about a year ago. Um, yeah, the line I used to raise my hand before I knew what to say. That's true. I remember doing that, like as a kid, being like, "Well, no one else is saying anything," and. I'll figure something out like totally, you know, so that is, that has been there. That has been there. I love that. And it's so inspiring. Like one cutie little example from my life right now, it's mm -hmm. like on my Instagram, you know, you take, you're using a vocal coach. I'm taking courses online and like trying to beef myself up in ways, you know, technique wise, I guess. But one of the things that I've done on my Instagram is categorize myself as motivational speaker. Cause that's mm -hmm. what I aspired to do. That's what I can't not do. Like juice people up about who they are in their own life. Like makes me feel like I'm on ecstasy. No joke. Like <laughs> this is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not quote unquote doing it yet is like the outside perspective and raising your hand before you're ready. Oh, it's such a good metaphor. And it resonates with me so much because how else do you say the thing unless you put yourself with the hand raised, like put yourself in the arena to say it, even if mm -hmm. you don't know what's going to come out next. And mm -hmm. it's so ironic to me that that takes, that's not what's celebrated or supported in most of our society, unfortunately, like think before you speak is a very common phrase, right? Mm -hmm. So I just want to acknowledge you again and the courage that it takes to leave the the modern living rules behind and step out and go on tour with your music and lean into this passion that you can't not give the world mm -hmm. thank you yeah thank you so much totally um, super resonate with the I'm not doing it yet thing. I mean, that's, there's a lot of that in music too, of course, with mm -hmm. like views and followers and streaming. actually finding a way to, yeah, streaming and finding a way to make money and um, all of it. It's like, I had to really just turn the knob down on all that. Cause it's like, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Can we double click on that? Because that's just something mm -hmm. that I think as, as one starts to leave the quote unquote working ways behind. Like I'm showing up, I'm working in a very structured thing and following my dreams. You often kind of have to unwire these, these rules and just start doing it a little bit today. Um, as a conscious creator, you are 
showing up to give your music and how are you, how are you getting paid? Like, how are the very human Mm -hmm. things happening around you to keep you creating? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just not getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It comes in bursts. Yeah. It comes in bursts like, um, shows, Mm -hmm. live shows, um, you know, live streaming helps. I did that for a spell over, over the more lockdown portions of this pandemic. Um, mm, It's really only shows for me right now. I mean, from streaming, it's (laughs) blessings on us all. (laughs) Yeah, totally. We are your minions, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you own me. And also not. (laughs) It's, it's a complicated place. I basically am going off of unemployment funds that I received over the over the pandemic, I was working full-time multiple jobs prior to the pandemic in order to support my, <laughs> my music. And mm-hmm. I would then I'd work all day and then I'd like teach yoga and then I'd get to music. So I'd go to an open mic or do a gig right after all of that or practice wow. band practice. And actually when I lost my job because of the pandemic, um, I was kind of given this option. They're like, we don't really have the hours. Do you want to go ahead and like get laid off? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> let's get me on unemployment. So I actually have some freaking time, you know, to make best music. Exactly. So like best shift and like, day two, after losing my job, I was I made a list, I was like, these are the things I need to do to get my shit together and really take myself more seriously and make this into an opportunity. And I know that sounds kind of like, boot camp esque, but I guess there's moments when that's really important. And so I made that list and it was all about like practicing and content and reaching out to certain folks. And I did, you know, over a year and a half, I like I did all the things um, that I needed to do in order to root myself in this career path better mm-hmm. and make yeah, make something of it. So I'm happy that I, I did that. I'm happy I got laid off. <laughs> I feel like you're living the metaphor of raised your hand before you know what to say right now, (laughs) you know, like Mm. it takes a minute for the universe to catch up with us sometimes. And it's like all Mm. of the right things you've put into motion. And it feels like you're talking to me as someone who's already made a lot of money from her music. Like, Mm. not that that's what it's even about, but there's Mm. this surrendered relationship with it and confidence that it's coming, Mm. which is to me a very key part of manifestation, but also a part of consciously creating, Yeah, you know, really believing that it's, that it's possible and your heart's in the right place and having the courage to follow it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm in the thick of that, just suspended, suspended between instability and stability. And, um, how do you, how do you practice like on the day to day? Cause this is something I think a lot of people can relate to. Mm -hmm. especially in my community and especially this year with the pandemic and so much uncertainty, right? Like Mm -hmm. kind of teetering in between those two places. Um, How do you on the daily, like what practices do you have that help you stay in this space of confidence? Let's call it. Mm -hmm. Meditation is, is pretty huge for me right now. It's so stabilizing ultimately (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. for half an hour it's absolute chaos but um 
yeah, meditation and yoga, you know, asana kind of trying to, because it's, it's very tempting to get very tight right now, especially mm -hmm. it's my first winter back on the East Coast. So I'm like, are you serious about this temperature? <laughs> are you serious that it's another four months of this temperature? Um, so yeah, creating that inner space in my body, um, journaling my feelings out when I feel super yeah, even this morning, a lot of family stuff has been coming up because like I said, we're in proximity again and there's this opportunity to work on our stuff together, which mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that I've avoided and I think a lot of people spend a lot of time avoiding and sometimes for really good reason. But there's a lot of love in my family and I think that we can do it. Um, if we can't do it, I don't know who can. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I feel a, set of, a sense of um, loyalty to that, I guess. And Anyway, things have been coming up and uh, I was trying to like meditate and do yoga and it just like the mind wouldn't stop feeling upset about stuff. So then I just turned to my journal and wrote about what I was upset with, which uh, made me sit with it more, which made it move. So I guess I'm a strong believer in taking that breath during mm. those moments and uh, seeing what wants to be seen there. Um, which is a practice over time, but yeah, some combo of those things. Nature. It. Yeah. Nature. Yeah. Nature. <laughs> so much. Um, yeah. Student of self inquiry. I feel we all are, but you are actively participating in. <laughs> and I think, I mean, just from immersing myself in your music, it's seems to be a huge sport, a huge, source of inspiration for what it is that you create it's true yeah there seems to be no separation <laughs> between the things and yeah what, what a gift to kind of have life and work and heart and healing all intersect mm -hmm. and also sometimes oh my god like there's no escape <laughs> totally yeah what did it feel like for you to fully commit to music I think sometimes people, you know, we have these big dreams and we want to do it, but we want to keep our side hustle so that we're kind of like, you know, that risk doesn't feel as big. And yet I feel like something big happens when you fully commit to the dream, when you fully jump off the ledge. And I want to hear from you what it feels like. Mm -hmm. I love that question. And I'm, and I'm also tempted to say that it's still kind of like a daily jumping off because at any point I could be like, oh, uh, let, but I couldn't. <laughs> it's like, it'll come into my head, like there are other jobs and I'm like, but there aren't, <laughs> Yeah, you know? So um, it felt really great to commit that original sort of like, okay, my goal is to actually emerge from this pandemic and not have to go back to doing anything that is draining my uh, musical reserves, you know, mm -hmm. um, that creative energy. So I guess it felt great and scary and like continues to, but more so just right. Cause I'm like, this is clearly what I'm wired for. Like, let's mm -hmm. be honest folks. <laughs> Yeah. So trusting that I'm wired that way for a reason. I've had this like image of, of like this like haunting image of like somebody dangling something in front of my face. And I was so confused about that for a long time. And I started to pay attention to it. And I was like, I think what I'm supposed to gather here is like, I, it's not being dangled in front of my face as a joke. Like it's not just 
it's not meant to be like this crazy thing. It's like here for me to grasp, you know, because I think that we're supposed to be doing these healing things. And if we mm-hmm. go for them, it goes against the grain so deeply of everything we've been taught to, yeah. to do it this way. And uh, so I'm just telling that demon like, cool, uh, I know that I'm doing the right thing. It's this isn't this isn't like a joke and no one's going to pull the rug from under me and be like, JK, you're a horrible musician. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I hear God, I hear so much in that 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 resonates so much. The first is like the, who we care about changes, right? Like mm-hmm. the rules that we care about change. You're no longer caring about if someone thinks you're a great musician or not most of the time right Right. it's more like do I feel fulfilled am I using these gifts that feel natural to my entire being when I share them with the world like which also then makes me feel joy so how joyful do I feel today how aligned with like Mm -hmm. all of this stuff that's packed up in the beautiful creation that is Lindsay like how much is that coming to the world in an authentic way? And yeah, not everybody's, <laughs> not every's report, everybody's report card is like set up that way right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then like thinking about everyone talks about like making it, you know, that's the mm. thing, like making it. And that's cool. If, if certain musicians have an idea of what making it looks like and that's what they're going for, then I, I, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really bad at thinking about the future, um, for better, or for worse. And I don't really know how I would define that. However, I know that I've done like at least a dozen shows in the past four, three or four months when afterwards I'll get to connect so deeply with people who like attribute some of their like feelings of open-heartedness to my music. Mm. <laughs> And I'm like, that is way more than enough. Are you kidding me? Like, we need that so much right now. So I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's like, even if I offer one person like 10 minutes of like healing or inspiration or whatever it is, it's Mm. great. Cool. My job, my work here is continuing. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know? Your metric of making it is an internal sensation, not how (laughs) it looks externally. Yeah. For now and... Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Well said. Thank it you. It resonates. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it's so, I think so often we hear stories of people who have quote unquote made it right. Like, I mean, one of the people in my realm that I adore is like Gabby Bernstein and it's, mm-hmm. it's fine to like hear her story and all the stuff she went through. And now she's like, you know, seven times New York times, bestselling author and all these things she's mm-hmm. quote unquote made it right. You can think of a, a million musicians um but it's not often we meet someone in the in-between and I don't know if this resonates for you but one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is how we are always in the (laughs) in-between it's the space we never want to be in but we're in literally 99 of the time (laughs) like even Gabby's in between something right now right Mm -hmm. like a, a new show or who knows what she's got going on but or an artist, there's always another album. And it's such a, a slippery slope, I think, to constantly be grasping for this, making it in the future rather than really enjoying the now. And it feels like you've, you get that joke. <laughs> 
I love when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> such yeah, such an important thing to point out. Um, it's a really surefire way to miss life if we're constantly thinking about what is next all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I have to tell you, um, an artist that I absolutely adore that you remind me of is India Arya. Hmm. Do you know India, her? I remember her from a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I love her music. And I think the thing that I see in both of your works is this authenticity and and not just lyrics, but music that is really coming from the heart, from the soul place through like these life lessons. Mm. And it's wisdom that when you listen to it, you just feel better. Like you feel a little bit more self-love. You feel Mm. not alone and held in this human existence with other humans who are going through these raw Mm. heart experiences as well. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We need it. Mm -hmm. It's medicine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I'm wondering, I'm hoping you would be willing to share a little medicine with us today. A song of yours. Of course. What do you want to share? I'm going to play a song called Sitting. Mm -hmm. And sorry about, (laughs) I hope that throat clearing isn't deafening. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah, and I wrote this one. Um, I was actually evacuated from a wildfire with, um, yeah, this was a year, August 2020, and we were evacuated for a month. And I was with my best friend at the time. And, um, well, at the time, I was with my best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was in our hotel bathroom, our hotel room bathroom, sending distance Reiki to a client. (laughs) And I was on the bed and I was um, just sitting with the fact that I didn't have the same community to go back to because it had very much burnt. And uh, the fire was still going though, so we couldn't even go back anyway. And I I needed some medicine and this song just came through uh, really clearly with the sound of uh, like screaming kids in a hotel swimming pool in the background so (laughs) creation can happen anytime
so much for that oh my gosh my pleasure I feel like I just had an energy bath <laughs> <gasps> That's really so it's so it's such a treasure I love listening to your music it's like my whole system is like oh yeah right <laughs> right on totally I needed that that soulful reminder mm -hmm. and I've heard your music described as haunting, giving, and emotionally kinetic, and it resonates so much, mm -hmm. so much. Thank you so much. Um, something's coming to mind. <clears throat> yeah, I think that it's really exciting to say the things that are like deep and within when we can, like that's what I try to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a, the lyrics are quite, deep and personal and um, inviting other people maybe to look deeply and personally into maybe what they're feeling or just connect. And um, I'm just excited for us to keep doing that. And um, I encourage other people to toy with that too, because I think maybe it's scary because it's like, oh, no one, people don't necessarily want to hear that right now. Or maybe it's just like, keep it light or that's all really important medicine too. And also I think that we're in a time where there's a, a deep receptivity. It's sometimes ha it has to come to the surface sometimes and like initiating that connection is really important right now. So mm. that's kind of what encourages me to keep doing it. It's like build it and they will come kind of an environment. Mm -hmm. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Totally. So I think we're ready for it even when we don't know we're ready for it. Totally. I love that. I mean, there's a global energetic shift happening <laughs> in the cosmos right now. And this medicine you're talking to has never been more needed in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lindsay, such an honor having you with me today. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you so much, Shelby. Yeah. Can you tell listeners how they can find you, how they can get more of you and stay connected with you? Sure, yeah. I'm on all the the social medias. I think the Instagram one is probably the most uh, exciting and fun, <laughs> most updated. So I think my name will probably be in the show notes. It's spelled. Um, I feel like my parents just like reached into a bowl of alphabet soup and they're like, this is the name. <laughs> uh, so it's that. yeah, L-Y-N-D-S-A-Y-S-T-O-N-E. And um, my Instagram is Lindsay A. Stone. And then, you know, I launched a Patreon and I'm really you know, jazzed about it because I get to show some bloopers and behind the scenes stuff and um, silly dorky things, which is a really big part of me, um, as well as like sneak peeks to releases that are coming out. For example, the song I just I just played, I finished recording it and I'm going to tease a little bit of it to my Patreon members. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a membership platform where um, people sign up and collectively build their favorite artists. Um, or artists they want to support, they build them a monthly income. So you can sign up for as little as $3 a month, and then you'll get like, access to a live stream and merch and, 
you know, fun things. So I think awesome. Instagram and Patreon, and then I have a bunch of stuff on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify. All my all my released stuff is on Spotify. And then I'm recording my next album. So connecting now would be a really great, great time to do it because a lot of new stuff is coming. Amazing. So cool. Thank you again so, so much for being here. It's been such a treasure to hear so much more about your story that I never knew and the wisdom that you offered us today. I'm so grateful. Mm, me too. Mm. All right. Thank you listeners and tune in next week for another amazing guest on this spiritual journey podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. Big love always.